planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jackson Yellow Dobby. This is from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. And we're back on Rabbit Noise. That was Anodized from Fear Factory's awesome new album, Genexus, which is out now. And joining us on the program now is the one and only Burton C. Bell. Great to have you on the show with us again, man. What's going on? Hey, it's great to be back. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm like currently touring the United States, uh, the day off in, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. We're on our way to Chicago for a show tomorrow, but I we're waiting for our bus because it broke down four days ago. So we've been traveling around in a truck with a trailer <laughs> with all of our gear. So we're waiting for the bus to get back today. So, so that's what's going on. <laughs> That's hectic, man. So you're doing it old school. Uh yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do to keep the show keep the show on the road. That's it, man. Keep it rolling. But I mean, you'll get the bus back soon, I guess. Is it a nice luxury bus with like TVs and stuff? Oh, I mean, well, it's got, I wouldn't say it's luxury, but it's, uh, it's a nice bus. <laughs> you know, it's got it's got a couple of TVs. It's got a lounge. It's got it's got a bed and it's got a driver, so I don't have to drive. Who's who's doing the driving now? I'm driving and Tony's driving. Oh, okay, you're doing the swap. That's that's a good plan, man. That's a good plan. Yeah, I like I like driving. Sweet. Well, uh, your new album at Genexus has just been released, and it's already one of my favorite ever releases of this year so far. And it definitely reminds me of a bit of a mix between Demanufacture and Obsolete Era Factory. Was that a, a conscious decision when you guys started working on it, or it just came out that way? No, it was that was definitely intentional. Um, we wanted to grab the both the best of both albums, best of both worlds. Uh, you know, to have the intensity of new manufacture, to have the raw groove of obsolete and bring them together, to marry them so to speak, and uh, to create the the next step of Fear Factory. And I think I think we were very successful. You know, it's we took. Um, painstaking efforts to make it happen. We took a year and a half to write it, to write and record the album. Um, we made conscious decisions to work with certain people and to uh, work with Andy Sneed, for one, uh, who we've never worked before. We challenged ourselves to go beyond, you know, to go beyond what Fear Factory's always done, but without losing our identity. You know, so we wanted to take elements New elements of Fear Factory, old elements of Fear Factory, experimentation, blend them into Fear Factory, not to change our identity, but just to enhance our identity. You guys definitely pulled it off. It's it's such an amazing album. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, we're on air or anything like that. It is. <laughs> I, I love well, thank it. You, I thank really, you very much. Oh, man. it's it, it it's That's why I asked the question because it just threw me back to, you know, Definitely, the, I, I'm not saying that I didn't love the last few albums, 
but these this new album definitely reminds me of the reasons why I fell in love with the band in the first place. And it's oh, it's great. it's struck so many notes. Like people that have heard it are just raving about it. So congratulations on such a killer album, man. You wouldn't think that such old people could write such a fresh album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not that old, dude. No, I'm not old at all. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just we've just been around for a long time. You know, this October will be our 25th anniversary. That's crazy, man. Like uh, it's gone so quick. I mean. For me, definitely looking at the last 20 years, it's gone so quick. Has it gone so quick for you guys as well? It has, man. You know, it's just, as much as the time seems to drag on, you know, I, I, I look back and it's like, God damn, 25 years is like a blink of an eye, it seems like. It was crazy. And uh, I remember pretty much every part of it. And, you know, my memory, my memory retention is pretty good. And, uh, you know, I hear stories. Sometimes I remember stories, sometimes I don't. And then someone uh, recalls a little, you know, anecdote from a particular story. I'm like, whoa, I do remember that. And it all comes back. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, the concept for the album, the new album explores the idea that one day humans will be machines and machines will be human. And uh, it's evident that we're definitely upon our way to that kind of future and that's something that kind of scares the shit out of me because you know more than a terminator scenario that's for sure uh do you think that you know <laughs> we'll be in fact in you know 2045 like ray kurzweil said or do you think it'll be sooner 2045 is a is a, a uh, conservative uh it's a very conservative um theory you know technology advances exponentially every year. So if there's 10 advancements in technology and neuroscience this year, there's going to be 100 next year. There's going to be 1,000 a year after that. There's going to be 10,000 after that. And that's how it, and that's how it goes. So, and we see with our history that the smaller it gets, the more powerful it gets. You know, you know now you have computers that have terabytes, but the computers are smaller. And like, where is this all coming from? You know, it's just the power. It's just becoming more and more uh, efficient and smaller, and just more streamlined. Now, AI is just around the corner. This is this is going to be reality. Sentient. An android is already proven to be sentient. There was a test taken. There was a test given about three weeks ago to three different androids. They were given like the sentient test. I can't remember the name of it. Kind of like the Boy Comps test on Blade Runner, but it's an actual test. And um, one of the androids responded in a very sentient manner, which was very, very odd. Which means that the programming and the software is becoming so advanced that these they're going to be they're going to be it's very possible that AI will be sentient by 2045. The nanotechnology that Rick Kurzweil theorizes. Is part of the streamlining of technology, smaller and more powerful nanotechnology is micro, basically microbe-sized robots injected into your system to, in theory, to fix you, but and, but it will multiply, creating a, a more human than human person. So you'll be machine, you'll be powered by machine, but you'll be an organic specimen. And this is his theory of the singularity, man-machine becoming one. Now, your theory of 
the Terminator scenario is a very fantastic uh, theory for sci-fi, for horror, for thrillers. But I've come to a conclusion just recently that the rise of the machine is not going to be through violence. It's going to be through apathy because humans are becoming already dependent on technology. And we see it today in every aspect of our lives. And it's just going to become even more apparent and more evident as, as technology becomes uh, more prevalent. So the takeover is not going to be violent, but it's going to be through humans independent humans dependence upon it and our apathy to let it happen. How about that? It's pretty, it's, yeah, it's pretty scary, man. Oh, you know, it's just so, it's so easy. That's, that's the thing about it. You know, it's so easy because everyone's got a cell phone and it's just, it, it is, it's, it's definitely happening, man. Yeah. It's not just a cell phone. It's like, it thinks for you. You know, it, 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 it you don't have to remember numbers. You don't have to, Right there, you can even dictate into it. Types for you. Um, it gives you rem reminders. It's your little uh, book to look at when you need to learn something. And it's like so. It pretty much will take care of everything for you, except wipe your ass right now. Right now. That's around the corner, too. Yeah, probably. right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go to the title track from Genexus now, and we'll be back very soon with Burton C. Bell on Rabid Noise. Hey guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, so whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. So now it's back to Rabid Noise. And we're back with Burton C. Bell from Fear Factory now. Did you like the latest Terminator? I have not seen it yet. Well... Don't get your hopes up too much. <laughs> Go see it. Yeah, you know, you know, I'll, I'll probably see it just because I have to. You know, I've seen all of them, and I like. You know, I'm a purist, so I love the first one. Yeah, I hated the second one. Hated the third one. Salvation was amazing. So, I liked the first one and the fourth one. Wow, I've never ever heard anyone say that they didn't like the second one. It was just bullshit. Oh my god, it's just bullshit. Oh my god, it was James Cameron's sellout piece of families. Like, you know, seriously, he wasn't. He was. It was not the Terminator. He was the babysitter. Fuck that. <laughs> Very well said. But I, I 
as I said, I've never ever heard anyone say they didn't like it, but I see believe, your point. Believe I, me, <laughs> believe me, I've had many a debate over this, and I will not change my mind. Like, okay, <laughs> so it's got great effects. That's the movie. Fuck off. The story was bullshit. There was a couple. Of, now there were a couple of great scenes in it, but the scenes didn't make the movie. It's like they should have just made that whole movie about these scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Terminator 2 babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense now. I think it's, it makes sense for me. Well, man, uh, another thing is Blade Runner. I'm loving the Blade Runner references in the uh, on the album too. Um, Absolutely. Man, I'm I'm such a big fan of Blade Runner, especially uh, the, the Vangelis score. Uh, it's it's something from my childhood that's that I hold very dear. If Ridley goes ahead and makes the second one and he gave you a call and said, you know, I'm going to team you and Vangelis up. Would you do it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would, fuck yeah, I would. You know, it, it, that'd be a dream come true. Um, I would, like you, I love Blade Runner. I saw it in the theater when it came out. Wow. And uh, I've seen every version of it since it came out. And I've read, you know, I've read the story by Philip K. Dick. I think it's just one of the more, most genius science fiction stories ever to come out on, on film. And the best part about it is that Ridley Scott really captured the empathy that the androids had for each other and the lack of empathy that the humans had toward each other. So it was you see that you really see that in the film. You see, you know, humans testing the androids for the empathy test and they say, Well you have a lack of empathy, but it's actually the humans that are lacking the empathy for actually seeing the sentience and the, the the capability of androids caring for each other. And that's what it's like, such an awesome movie. Oh, man, it's... Uh, and I really hope the next one doesn't suck. I really hope it's not Blade Runner Babysitter. Oh, or, God, you know, <laughs> it has that potential. There's always that potential. And, you know, I'm biting. I'm like, oh, God, please, no. Please, let, let, let it be, but... You know, Hollywood's so out of ideas that they need to do something. That's it. But I've I've got faith in it because I love Prometheus. So um, hopefully, Me too. I thought Prometheus was I thought Prometheus was a really good movie, despite the the the, the wily coyote event at the very end where the ship <laughs> actually rolled over. Uh, <laughs> the ship rolled on top of uh, that woman. But <laughs> a toy and Kylie well running all of them. <laughs> Other than that, the movie was pretty awesome. The concept was pretty awesome too. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Well, uh, we're gonna go to the factory song that kicked it all off for me, Zero Signal from the Manufacture. Now, thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us again, Burton, and uh I hope to catch you guys again soon. I hope to be back there soon. You know, it looks like it'll be twenty sixteen, so in the year 2016, look for Fear Factory coming to Australia. Awesome, man. Well, thank you again, man. My pleasure. It's nice talking to you, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 